Thanks for tuning in to Flicks and Joysticks, where Grizzly and Daniel sit around and talk about their thoughts and feelings about movies and video games, past, present, and future. Hey guys, it's Grizzly. And Daniel. And we're here with our first ever episode of 2020. First ever. Late, but first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, we're kind of sporadic with this. Other podcasts have like an episode every week or something but we're not going to do that because we actually have families and lives and all that yes but, we do try to be a part of those lives right, too yeah <laughs> right so yeah. Um, and speaking of that um i don't know if you've seen but I, and xbox may have something like this but playstation has a thing you can go on their website and put in your login information and it will tell you how many hours of game play you had last year oh, really yes i did not i don't think they did i didn't know that and um and, and now I'm gonna say I have an Xbox One as well, so it, it, this isn't this isn't my whole video game time, but PlayStation alone last year, um, I played I think it was like 789 hours. Oh my God. <laughs> that sounds bad, doesn't it? it? Does it? Yeah, that, that sounds, does sound well, bad. Yeah. That sounds bad, but um, I, I'm part of a PS4 group on Facebook, and people this is where I found out about it. People are posting their their hours and stuff. There are dudes. In there with like four and five thousand hours, thousand thousand hours. Okay, on so there. comparison that doesn't sound too bad. I know, right? <laughs> like, I wow. Mean, and and it, I mean, it tells you other stats too, like your longest session, um, which mine was twelve hours, and I don't remember playing that long. It must have been. Did you fall asleep? I mean, I, <laughs> you know what? I, I back in the summer, I worked for the school system, so I bet one day during the summer, I just. Played all day long, yeah, and uh, so yeah. that happens. But yeah, I got you. But um, so that's interesting. That was a little tangent, but I thought that was a boy. Does seven is seven hundred just doesn't? It don't sound good. It don't sound it? good. Yeah, and actually, in comparison to four and five thousand, like, what do you? What I mean, are they putting that much time solely into one game or? A I mean, few? just a, like, I'll be honest. Like, it's I'm not this person, but there are people that will that have like two or three games that they play. And that's it. And I'm talking about your Fortnite users, your your GTA five users and, and stuff. All, all those fine games. But I've always just felt like man, branch out. Like yeah. there are plenty of good games too. But, yeah. but and that and like I said, that was just PlayStation. I have some Xbox too, which I will say I I definitely played PlayStation more than my Xbox. But but still. And here's here's the really sad thing. just for fun, I calculated it up and that was nine percent of my year last year wow <laughs> video games that's crazy <laughs> dang that's awesome that's awesome well speaking of last year <clears throat> let's touch on this christmas mm-hmm. holiday season obviously is the biggest time of the year for games right we're <clears throat> more or less a month removed from that mm-hmm. so we have a pretty good gauge on what was hit what was missed and all that and and just to touch on this real quick, I know in the previous episode or two, uh, I was really hyped up for Call of Duty, the new mm-hmm. Modern Warfare that come out. Mm-hmm. So this will be a little bit of a follow-up, mm-hmm. and I'll make it short and sweet. Did it live up to the hype? Absolutely yeah, it, it did. did. Absolutely it did. it did. It's enough nostalgia, like the previous ones, mm-hmm. enough new, mm-hmm. and it's going to sound stupid, but enough of not new to make it work. Right. To make it right. work. I'm not saying it's perfect. 
It's mm-hmm. not perfect, mm-hmm. but if you like the previous Modern Warfare's, yeah. now I'm not talking about if you liked going fifty kills and two deaths, and you're, you know, trying to 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 uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Keep your KD ratio up stupid <laughs> right. high because you care for that some right. pretend reason you like that. <laughs> it ain't for you. Right. It ain't made for that. Mm-hmm. It's not what this is, but. But I will say it's been one of the most because I I purchased purchased it as well and it's been one of the more immersive Call of Duties I would say especially with the with the single player campaign mm-hmm. and everything it just I mean it gripped me from mm-hmm. the get go and didn't let go till the end yeah so. yeah it was mm-hmm. the campaign was was good mm-hmm. um, I'm not gonna say it's but my favorite right but it was it was definitely it's definitely worth playing through I mean mm-hmm. definitely put some time into it, absolutely mm-hmm. and the multiplayer is. Well, it's Call of Duty multiplayer. You just don't have right. much to say more than that. So. Right. But anyway, I just want to kind of touch on that because I was, and still, mm-hmm. still, uh, I still am pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. how 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 it's held up and how it was exactly what I wanted it to be. Right. So, and you know, just talking about games that kind of came out recently, and and even games that are upcoming soon. Um, it gets me every time because you know there's all these games that we're expecting ready for come out. Without a doubt, and in, in every time, at least half of them are delayed or pushed back. And what's your thoughts on that? Are you one of those that's in the camp of like, that's good, I want to finish the game before it's released? Or are you in one of those like, come on, man, like, what have you been doing? Have you been sitting on your hands this whole time? Like, I, ha- I have learned throughout the years. I mean, I'm, I'm 34. Mm-hmm. I've been playing games for 34 years not really but it feels like it right. I, I've seen games come out that were really unfinished and really disappointing mm-hmm. and the one heartbreaker even though as weird as this sounds it's my fate one of my favorites is Assassin's Creed 3 mm-hmm. with Connor in the United mm-hmm. States and all that it was a very I'm not going to say unfinished but you can definitely tell it was rushed mm-hmm. and it should have been delayed mm-hmm. even though it's my favorite one which sounds stupid <laughs> I get it mm-hmm. but after seeing the heart feeling and seeing the heartbreak of that and other games too, and then seeing something like Grand Theft Auto Five that wasn't delayed, but they spent like four years working on one title. Yeah. That's not in that day. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely the one that's hey, take your time. Get if you right. if you if you tell me today a game's coming out the fall of twenty twenty mm-hmm. and it's the end of summer and you and you you know, IGN or whoever you, you know, what value or Twitter or whatever you put it through that we're going to delay it till spring of 2021 because of, you know, you want to polish it up or whatever. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine. Just don't kill it. Right. You know what I mean? And right. that always has to do with the developers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Want to flip that coin and, and make right. it a quick bank. But mm-hmm. I'm definitely on the patient side. Mm-hmm. Um, another game that I'll bring up that both of both of us were – Excited slash skeptical about that we've both now played is Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order. What are your thoughts on that? I don't even know how to put it into words other than it's freaking awesome. It is. It's freaking it awesome. Is. Like EA, thank you for either not not being involved or... Getting out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Because like... the only thing EA has on it is the label. Mm-hmm. It is. It's true. I, I'm sorry, but... You can tell the people that made Titanfall. Yeah. You can tell mm-hmm. it's just as polished and deep and as good and, and fun, mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. 
surprisingly fun as a Titanfall campaign was. And um, <laughs> and you know it's a respawn game because there's wall running. There is wall running. <laughs> it wouldn't feel the same <laughs> if, if it wasn't in there. I, I can really say with the lore, the levels themselves, exploration, the combat, which was actually surprisingly really fun. Yeah. It's a little different. It kind of took, takes a minute mm-hmm. to get into, or to get used to, maybe is the best. And that's refreshing present. for me. Mm-hmm. I've never played games like Bloodborne, Bloodborne or Seacrow or anything mm-hmm. like that. I've just never played them. Mm-hmm. And I've heard it was similar to that in some ways. Mm-hmm. So, to me, it was kind of new, fun, and refreshing. And cha- it was really challenging. Right. You know, I, I beat it on the normal difficulty mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, just for kicks, I tried it on the was it Jedi Grandmaster? Oh yeah, yeah that, nah, <laughs> nope. no. Nah. We went back to menu what first nope. two minutes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was um, pleasantly, surprisingly great. And uh, just a fun question and spoiler alert: if you haven't played this game, then close your ears for a few seconds. But like when you got to make your own lightsaber at the end, what color kyber crystal did you pick? Purple. I did too. Purple, no, really? I yeah, did, man. That's purple what's up, is, the, man. is the greatest yeah, one. The so. and, did, and this this is more credit to how great it is. I don't know if you paid close attention, but each color has a significant and and uh, unique sound. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that that was. I love stuff like mm-hmm. that. I yeah. love stuff like that in games. I mean, it's it, and and I I will say this. I don't know if it's for everybody. Your hardcore like multiplayer online game gamers, agree, yeah. Probably, I mean, they might could appreciate it, but I don't think they're gonna love it because you know it's just not their cup of tea. But from from just a pure pure game standpoint, just looking at it as a pure game, it's 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 a masterpiece. Yeah, in my it, book. it checks I mean, a lot of boxes for me. So so you're you enjoyed it as oh, well? Oh, absolutely, okay. absolutely. And and um, and <clears throat> once again, spoiler alert. Um, but. Did you get the double bladed lightsaber early on, or did you wait till you went there later? I got it very early on, nice. like as yes. soon as you possibly could. Yeah, and and I'm I'm usually the guy when a game gets hard, I'll try it for a while and I'll put it down. If if I can't beat it, right, I'll put it down. Like okay, I need to kind of like chill and reset. Mm-hmm. I I was so like the anticipation I wanted to see what happened next, what happened next, what happened next. Mm-hmm. When I saw the little Dothamir emblem on the wall, yeah. over, I oh, was yeah. like. Okay, well, that's obviously I'm gonna, I gotta go there, <laughs> yeah. and that little hooded guy. I mean, it was just. And it, by the way, I appreciate. I have grown to appreciate whether it's Star Wars like this, even Battlefront Two, Red Dead Redemption Two. These games are becoming visually stunning. Is not what I'm getting at. It's it's visually. I'm appreciating how beautiful these games right. are getting. Right. I'm not saying that just bright colors and shiny and ooh and ah. It's depth. It's detail. Mm-hmm. Some of these are... It's really incredible what they yeah. do. And, of course, this game is, is just another example. But Dothamir, it felt creepy while I was playing it. <laughs> right. It felt like a place for witches. Right, right. And that, that's... It sounds... It sounds shallow, like, well, you just make it dark and gloomy. But it was so much more detailed. But it wasn't that. really dark. I mean, it was a bright. It was actually a bright painting, <clears throat> yeah. honestly. But just, yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. And what did you think? Now, you may have more experience because you played, like I said, Bloodborne and stuff. The the big monster fights and stuff like that that was in Jedi. Uh, Is that kind of a, that's kind of a, a big boss fight. Maybe that's what I'm trying yeah. to think of. I will say. I'm not used to that. Right. Um. 
I will say it's it's a lot more loosely um, based on like the Dark Souls and stuff, games like that than you might think if you haven't played it. But it's still it's very challenging and it's very the the what I've always loved about because because I'm a Dark Souls fanatic, you know, with the that those type of games and the best part is is coming up against a boss that's tough as nails that you can't beat and you play it. 15 to 20 times and you finally beat it. I mean, there's there's no no greater feeling than that accomplishment. I don't know what it is, but but it's just because you've and 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 this is true as as far as with Star Wars and with Bloodborne and all of them um with the bosses, you can't just button mash. You've got to learn their See, intricacies. Yeah, I had to learn that. I had to learn mm-hmm. that. You've got to learn what they're doing, learn their moves, learn how to counter their moves or dodge their moves, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then learn when you can strike. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's, it's almost like a puzzle, mm-hmm. figuring it out. And once you figure that puzzle out, it's And, it's and so some gratifying. of them, as, as you fight them, you'll see, oh, there's a little bit of a pattern here. And just as you get that down, they break the pattern and do something else. you got to <laughs> yep. really learn it Mid, yep. mid-battle, I yeah. mean mid-fight. Yeah. Um, that that was definitely something that I didn't expect playing the mm-hmm. game. I honestly had no clue, mm-hmm. and it just, again, kind of what I was saying, added to the visuals of it. Mm-hmm. Like when you're on Kashyyyk and you climb up the big tree and it just keeps it keeps zooming out. Yeah. That 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 field depth. It mm-hmm. just man, my gosh, it was mm-hmm. it was gorgeous, and it, I I just I love it. I absolutely love it. And I'll say this too, like Daniel and I both are are people who really appreciate video games and and we're honestly if you're looking for people that sit there and pick apart what's wrong with all the games we're not those guys no i mean because because here's the thing we grew up with regular nintendo and super nintendo and man sometimes you'd hit a glitch it didn't matter you're playing a fun game yeah and so i think that we've carried that over i almost think there's too high of an expectation of no glitches in a game like Oh, it made me lose immersion. Like, come on. Dude. No, it didn't You're, make you lose yeah, immersion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you were looking for that to go into <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. So, so when we're, I guess, I guess I say that as almost like a disclaimer or something for those of you who are very, who like to pick apart games and, and really dig into them. And, and, and you know what? You may have legit reasons and that's cool, but that's just not where we're coming from. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely review games. We'll critique them. Mm-hmm. And if a game, you know, if I don't enjoy it, I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to make a case as to why you shouldn't like it. Right. And I can I agree despise with. that. And I would almost say, too, that none of our critiques are ever going to be, I didn't like it because it, like, quit working at this certain point and I had to reload. Like, I don't know if that's ever going to be my reason for not liking um, a game. I, I, pl- I yeah. Play, <laughs> pl- I, okay, quick story. PlayStation 2, Gran Turismo 3, yeah. you know, one of my favorite games of all time. There was a, basically a endurance race where you physically had to do a race for like six or eight hours. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, dude, I'm like 11. What else are you going to do? So I did all through the night and the sun. I'll never forget it. Sun coming up. I had 40, 40 something minutes left on the clock. Mm-hmm. I was definitely waiting in first place. I mean, you know, because it's, you know, you have your little... Yeah. Not cheats, but you know you can right. cut corners and stuff. And it was part of it right. to unlock pretty much the best car in the game. Mm-hmm. And the PlayStation... Oh, yeah, it's coming. Oh, no. The PlayStation was working great when I went to... I did a pit stop. The pit stop was like 30 seconds. I got mm-hmm. up to go pee. Mm-hmm. And I come back, 
and my dog had hit the power cord or the uh, the uh, uh, power strip oh, and no. hit the switch oh, and cut no. the power. <laughs> yeah. There's no save points back then. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So we're not, we're not going to gripe about something that might hit you for a second or something. Right. You know what? We'll go around that bush. Mm-hmm. We'll be just fine. You know, I, I've told you this one before, but but um, I have ex- I've actually had that with a PlayStation 4 game. Um, um, Shadow of War. Oh, that's right. Yes. Um, and this wasn't a game flaw. This was just, it was kind of similar to that. I, if you've played that game, first of all, that's one of my. I think that's in my top ten, if not top five, PlayStation or this past generation's games. But um, pick it up like it's cheap yeah, right now. Yeah, pick it up. Yeah, um, I played it, and if you've played it, you, you'll know what I mean when you get to the. I guess what they consider the post game, where you are, you're just basically taking over um, strongholds and and defending them, and you have to do a lot. I mean. I don't remember. It's it's some ridiculous amount, more than you think would be possible, but it's a ridiculous amount. I did every single one of them except one. I had one left, and I was—I mean, I was playing and on my way to do the one, and while I was playing, a thunderstorm came up, hit our house, our power went out for—I'm talking like not even a split second, but just just enough to cut the PlayStation off and cut it back on. And my save game was erased. That's erased. insane, dude. And you know what I did? God, did I whine about it? No, you know what I did? I waited like two weeks and I played through the whole thing again. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you Darn. Know. <laughs> I know. But, oh, man. But, yeah, that, that's not what we're, what we're about. I think if you've listened to the past few episodes, mm-hmm. I, I yeah. think you can kind of get that. Mm-hmm. At, at this point, you know, I, I think y'all can yeah. get that. So, well, you well, want to roll into the... Well, hold on. Well, go ahead. I, I was just going to... Kind of a, in this section, were there any games that came out that that maybe didn't get critical acclaim or di- even even players just kind of rag on it? But you think it's fun? There, I have one. Is the reason I ask. Off the top of my head, I don't have a clear answer for that. Mm-hmm. The only answer I could give you would be the new big updates with uh, Battlefront 2. Mm-hmm. Everything was free. Yeah. Like there's basically no DLC. Yeah. Except for like skins and stuff. Right. Over the holidays, I think it's when all that dropped or right before or something like that, it it made it a little, little it made it like refreshed it a little bit. Mm-hmm. It definitely made it more playable. I actually played it since then. Really? I had, th- that game literally had dust sitting around. Right, right. And um, I think you can get it for 10 bucks or 15 bucks in mm-hmm. some places. I think it's worth a buy. Mm-hmm. And when it first came out, it got hammered. Yeah, it did. Hammered for By pay- us, too. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. I, I mean, critical <laughs> of it. Yeah. Pay to win big time, stuff like mm-hmm. that. But nothing jumps off the top of my head. What do you got? Well, and this is this is a brand newer more well, it's more of a brand new game. Um and and I almost didn't get it because of the the comments and everything on it, but it's the new Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Okay. And man, I don't know what it is. Everybody hates that game. Everybody says it's not fun, it's repetitive and and all this, but I'm actually currently playing it right now and I'm having a blast with it. Really? I mean, I think you, you know those people that there's people that want something new but don't give me too much new to where I don't know what to do with it and so when you're that specific about something you're not going to be happy if it falls either side of that line 
And so I think that's what maybe what happened here. Maybe it was just a little too familiar. And um, But my counter to that would be, it's an Ubisoft open world game. You pretty True. much know what you're getting True. with that. I mean, yeah. there's always different little variations or maybe like a different system here or there. But like with, with an Ubisoft open world game, you pretty much know yeah. what to expect. And yeah. I did, and that's why I love it. I mean, because I love yeah. all those games. So. Yeah. I, I definitely could see, like as, as a developer or something like that, it's definitely risk. Mm-hmm. Do we risk going really new and different? Mm-hmm. Or do we risk staying more of the same and getting, you know, basically mm-hmm. saying copy and paste? Mm-hmm. You know, it's probably hard. I, I'd imagine it's hard to balance that. It is. It'd be hard but, to balance that. But I, I do feel like they have almost, I don't know if perfected is the word, because I, 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 there could always be improvements, but they have, they have come near close to perfecting the open world formula. I mean, they've, I, I, this is just off the top of my head, it may not even be correct, but they've probably made more open world games than anybody else. When you take in all the Assassin's Creed, yeah, and, yeah. And like as far as single developers. Yeah. And um, so, yeah. and you can see um, some of the, the other open world games take cues from them and um, I mean Origins and Odyssey it's not just that they're big scale maps mm-hmm. they're full of stuff to do oh yeah like, and and then they're full of more stuff to do after <laughs> that so oh, and then they're and then they're like oh well in case you did everything we're gonna keep adding missions that you can do <laughs> The, li- the list of <coughs> un, uh, unfinished or not started uh, uh, ship quests and side quests to do that's new mm-hmm. DLC stuff yeah. after release on my game mm-hmm. looks like an ancient scroll or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's, like, there's, I bet I've got just as much time to do side quests as I did the main story. Mm-hmm. Left to do right now. Yeah. I would safely bet that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, I kept thinking, because I, I played through with Cassandra, and I know you played through with um, Alexios. Alexios. And um, and I kept thinking, the whole time I was playing through it, I was thinking, I'm going to play through it with Alexios next time. I haven't got to the next time yet. There's I'm no still, next time. <laughs> like, I mean, you know. Not. It's just so. not. There's, there's, there's no next time for that. So, <laughs> Cool. All right. So moving on, our next topic. Um, this is always a fun one for me, Chris. Mm-hmm. What's new? What are you playing right now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and start this off because I am very, very, very enjoy, very much enjoying Dragon Ball Z Kakarot right now. That, you know what? <clears throat> I've seen that, and I was gonna ask you if you'd played it. I have it, and it was hard starting out because again, it's new controls. I've never played. It's RPG, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna say that with a disclaimer. Because if you're expecting like a Final Fantasy level mm-hmm. immersion or um, uh, depth that you might get with that, that's not what this is. Mm-hmm. It's it's got it's got the sprinkles of it on there. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. This RPG is more about telling the story of the Dragon Ball Z gotcha. saga. Gotcha. Okay. It's not supposed to. It's not going to win awards. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be go down in history as the greatest thing ever. Mm-hmm. It's not that. But if you enjoy Dragon Ball Z, <clears throat> if you'd like to go back and relive the story, mm-hmm. this this one's for you. It's mm-hmm. good. Now, I'm diehard Dragon Ball Z. I have been since I was like in the fourth grade or fifth grade or something. Right. 
I mean, I used to rush home on Friday afternoons to get home before uh, or when um, Cartoon Network would have the latest episode, Dragon Ball Z, on. And where I lived, I got home just in time to watch it. (laughs) Right. No DVR back then, homie. You know what I mean? Like, none of that. You either watched it or you wait till next week. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm playing that right now, and I love it. Mm -hmm. And visually, I know I talked about this a minute ago. This game isn't just visually beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's visually rewarding. Oh, okay. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The sound, I have a new set of headphones. Mm-hmm. The sound is, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, and again, me, I love a little detail like that. Right. I love a little detail like that. I love it. It's worth buying. If you're on the fence about it, wait a little while. They'll cut 20 bucks off right. of it. You know, maybe even half. Get it then. Mm-hmm. If if you're not super Dragon Ball Z guy, or even yeah, I really like that. Wait, I'll probably wait, but wait. I, I I am I am interested. I'm watching it. So yeah, it's it's um, man, the fighting's fast. Mm-hmm. Like like they keep you're behind your character, right? Mm-hmm. It's not first person; it's third person, right? But when you're fighting an enemy. It stays target locked. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And there's multiple enemies you can select. Right. But it's supposed to kind of immerse you in in that. So it's kind of like it's an action RPG, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then of course, you know, playing Call of Duty as well. Right. You know, just kind of throwing that in there just to break it up a little bit. But cool. yeah, Kakarot definitely. I'm really enjoying it, man. That's and, cool. and with the kids too. Right. We, I, we actually got the. Uh, DBZ Saga on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. It was on sale. And the kids have been watching it. And they, they come asking me, Dad, can we watch another episode of Dragon Ball Z? And I'm just like, man, <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's it's awesome. So what about you? What about you? Um, well, I'm juggling a couple of games right now. Uh-huh. And because and, here, here's my setup. I have my PlayStation 4 upstairs with our, that's like our good TV, all that stuff. And I've got my Xbox downstairs in my bedroom, and we we have a good TV in there, but it's not like our 4K all that. It's like just the 1080p kind of version. But anyways, so I'm kind of playing some on one and some on the other. But, I got you. Um, uh, on the Xbox right now, I'm actually I mentioned earlier that uh, Breakpoint. Um, yeah. Uh, um, playing that right now, it's fun, and I I played like one level of it. I haven't really got into it much, but I I did download Devil May Cry Five. Because it was like on Super Sale, and I I've never played any of those games. Yeah, I hadn't either. But um, it's just straight up action game, man. I mean, you go through the level, killing everything. I mean, yeah. it's 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 kind of that arcadey kind of fun, oh, if that makes sense. Well, I've only played like one level, so it may get deeper. I don't know. Right. But anyways, yeah. and and then on the PlayStation, I I'm playing. I'm kind of playing Destiny Two again. Um, I played. I bought it when it first came out. Like mm-hmm. I mean, I downloaded it like the day it came out and played it for a long time. And then I even the first DLCs they had, which um, they they were just DLCs. They weren't like they've since released the two that are like almost like revamping the whole. Destiny I, yeah, world. I knew. I knew it, that. For one of them was and, like suck players back in. Yeah, and and, and that's kind of like I, there was a sale on the upgrades for it and so I bought them and, and so I've been trying to play and actually it's been so long since I played I like kind of forgot some of the systems yeah. and I've and and they've changed some of the systems as well so I'm kind of getting back into that but but that's fun but also um, 
this this one's really really nerdy. Well, of course, I guess you had Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I, I'm not going to say anything. But um, I'm playing an RPG right now, and it's a uh, Nino Kuni Wrath of the White Witch. Man, I can't say that. Wrath That's of the White Witch. Dude. And um, it was an originally uh, last gen game, like PS3, Xbox 360, but they remastered it. And um, and what made me see it was I actually played the second one. There's a Nino Kuni 2 that was out for this generation. Loved it. So I went back and, and recently got it and I've been playing through it. And it's, it is an RPG. I mean, it's, it's like straight up, straight up RPG, but it's very immersive. Like from the get go, the story just kind of tugs at your heartstrings. And, and, um, what I think is one of the cool things is, is, um, you go around and there'll be people that, um, they say their hearts are broken and their hearts are missing something like, like this guy, this guy over here is missing enthusiasm. So he's like lazy and all this stuff. Well, you go find someone who is like super happy and hyper and you basically get some of their enthusiasm and take it to that guy. And so you like spread around a little, spread around a little yeah. joy. How about yeah. that? There you go. And so that's cool. And, and the fighting is, it's, it's not straight up like this, but it's, it's, Kind of Pokemon-ish because really? you you were like your guy, but then you have these little monsters called familiars that like fight, basically fight for you, and you can pick between them to oh. let them fight for you. And um, <laughs> so I mean, it's, it's kind of Pokemon-ish a little bit, That's um, pretty good. but it's I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying all, and I've got um, I don't know if you're like me, but man, around Christmas. Like the stores, both PlayStation and Xbox stores, just put everything on like yeah. ridiculous sale. Yeah. So I actually have a couple of games waiting in the in the back burner to play yeah. too. So yeah. I, de- I definitely have one on the back burner too that I, that I actually had played for a while, mm-hmm. but it, it just got caught up in that perfect place of like a, like Odyssey and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It was Jurassic World. Yeah. The park simulator, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a free game to download. Actually, I've downloaded. I haven't played it yet though. Okay. I, well speaking of nerdy (laughs) growing up I was the biggest dinosaur freak there was Mm -hmm. like I was at six years old telling people I'm going to be a paleontologist who does that (laughs) you're six you're like a firefighter or a you know what I mean (laughs) anyways so and obviously Jurassic Park come Mm -hmm. out what 93 or something Mm -hmm. like that dude it just hit I mean the bomb dropped on my little kid head just (laughs) exploded it's actually really fun Mm -hmm. and if you if you like Jurassic Park or even I'm not gonna say it's like Zoo Tycoon exactly mm-hmm. or City Skylines, but it's definitely that flavor. Mm-hmm. It's free right now. Right, Give so. it a shot. Yeah. Give it a shot. It's not overly difficult and it's mm-hmm. definitely more of a there's not puzzles, but to get power supplies to so these fences, you only have a certain amount of volts you can use the gotcha. whole part mm-hmm. before you gotta put more power stations with your money. It's definitely like that. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. It's definitely cool. something that like I would get my phone and I would listen to sports radio, lean back in the recliner mm-hmm. and build my park. That's pretty awesome. It was pretty cool. I mean a good way to unwind. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. a good way to unwind. But um I do wanna say this. I know that we're talking about what we are playing right now. I can tell you something that I'm not playing right now. What's that? Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you and a lot of other people are not playing Fortnite. Yeah, right? yeah. So I know, I know Fortnite was never really Chris's forte. Right. Fortnite was not a lot of people's forte. And it truly, really isn't a game for me. But my brother played it. 
some of our friends played it. Mm-hmm. It was definitely a fun thing to play when you got four people to play with. Anything right. is, you right, know what I mean? Right. So, and of course, the kids played it, and I like to play with the kids. That's always awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, they'd be in the room next to us with headphones on. Mate, you know, it's awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna try to sum this up real quick because I could probably go for about three hours. So why <laughs> this is the, this is a joke, but. If you're not familiar with Fortnite, it's a shooter, and you build your own cover. You build your own structures to give yourself. Fort. <laughs> yes, exactly. You you build yourself cover to basically help you not get hit and mm-hmm. take out the other guy. It's obviously a lot more deep than that, or it was, I should say. Mm-hmm. So what Fortnite did, they started two two years ago, whatever it was. They had seasons, mm-hmm. and basically it was one long story. Okay, and all added up. Mm-hmm. And as the, as the seasons went on, there was this summer theme, was beaches and stuff like that. There's always Halloween theme. A bazooka would shoot jack-o'-lantern heads, and it would make <laughs> scary ghost sounds when it exploded. Yeah. It was supposed to be wonky and fun. Right. You look forward to it being wonky and fun. Mm-hmm. You know, with all the dance emotes and the skins, it was really, really cool and unique. Mm-hmm. The in-game events, very unique, very mm-hmm. cool, lots of fun. I mean, we we anticipate. We were like hyped up with anticipation for the Fortnite event to come out. We right. watch, you know. So the and the last in game event was basically the end of the world. Okay, mm-hmm. and then everybody knew the end's coming. They're gonna reset all this wonkiness and give us something new and fresh. And we can't wait to see what story they tell next. What they build up to. Mm-hmm. OMG, it's gonna be great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. The end event happens. Okay, I watched it on YouTube. I didn't get to watch it live because it was like 11 a.m. on like a Thursday or something. <laughs> right. So, anyways, the end event happens. Everything's blowing up, and basically the Fortnite world gets sucked into a black hole. Mm-hmm. And that's it. <laughs> it got sucked into a black hole, and the screen was black for a day or two or three or so. I can't. I can't remember now. Right. These Twitch streamers and YouTubers and stuff are losing their minds. They're that's their content. They're, that is their cow they milk for that money. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They got nothing. Right. At one point, they resorted to playing Monopoly. <laughs> Ooh, man. Like, that's... Come on. <laughs> so, anyways, so then it's tweeted out. Hey, Fortnite says... Um, they tweet out, game goes live tomorrow at 7. I don't know, something like yeah. that. After a couple of days, whatever. Everybody's hyped up. Oh, man. It's tra- like the number one trending thing on Twitter. Not world hunger. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Or, or, you know, whatever. How mm-hmm. can you help Hurricane 8 or something? Mm-hmm. It's Fortnite. Right. Um, I, th- I, think the f- I think they had, I don't know. I can't remember the number. Anyways, they broke all kind of records for people playing online at once. I don't know what the number is. Anyways, crazy big. The game comes back. It's the most vanilla, plain joke of a of a comeback or a relaunch or whatever you want to call it I've ever yeah. seen in my life. Ever. Wow. You have four or five or six different weapons. Mm-hmm. The map is totally different, but it's very plain. Mm-hmm. There's like like in the first chapter of Fortnite there was planes and four wheelers and shopping carts and all kind of things to get around. You got boats and a fishing <laughs> pole. <laughs> That's what was new was boats and a fishing pole. Wow. And it's been out for several months now. Nothing has changed. Really? Still. You want to talk about a kick in the pants mm-hmm. to your player base? Yeah. I stopped playing it. Mm-hmm. The day Call of Duty come out, mm-hmm. I only picked it up 
once, and that was to watch the in-game Star Wars event. Right. Can you guess why I wanted to see the in-game Star Wars event? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it was Star Wars. Right, right. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah. I, sorry to go off on that tangent, because we really could care less about Fortnite, really. I think our opinion is, yeah. is like that. But it's just one of those things where you sit back, and people always hate on companies like, well, EA, for example, or whatever. Oh, it's pay to win, and they're taking your money. Mm. These people just got baited and switched yeah. so bad. Yeah. Right in front of their face, and they keep on marching straight through that same thing. And you know, it, just another note on on this. Um, I work in an elementary school, and before the end of the the really awesome stuff, I noticed like because I, I talk with a lot of the kids in the hallway and stuff, and they always they were always talking about Fortnite. Like, man, I'm going home and play Fortnite and all this. And since that happened, I've noticed some of them will I'll say, "How hey, are you still playing Fortnite?" And they're like. No, I've moved on to something else. So, yeah. I mean, even I, whatever level it is, I mean, they've, I would say more than half of their players have probably moved on to something else. It, it's it's definitely move. went down. And this isn't, a, this isn't a good gauge, but I guess it's somewhat of a gauge. Like the, like the Twitch streamers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It went from everybody was streaming Fortnite, not literally, but a lot of people streaming Fortnite to now it's just a couple of big hitters. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it's Fortnite was on top of the world. They had that world tournament or World Cup or whatever. I mean, the the sixteen year old kid won a couple million dollars or something like that. Yeah. I would bet money right now they won't have that again this coming year. Right. It'll be smaller scale. They might have it, right. but it'll be much smaller scale. Well, and mm. and the timing is even bad too because right now so many amazing games are coming out that. This is a bad time to let your fan base down yep. because there there's plenty of games coming out for them to move on to. Yeah. And in my opinion, and I'll wrap this up with this, my opinion, they made a huge mistake. Or the reason they did it, which ended up being a mistake, was because they looked at, again, these Twitch streamers who have 20,000 viewers at one point in time. They let these streamers, their one person personal opinion on Fortnite, for example. Oh, there's too many vehicles. This is stupid. I can't do anything. I'm getting killed all the time. And I'm really good. Mm-hmm. And they say, there's 20,000 people watching that one guy. They probably share his whole opinion, too. Right. <laughs> you can't do that. No, That's one person's opinion. Mm-hmm. That one opinion doesn't speak for 20,000 people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And I can't see any other reason why they would do that. Yeah. And let, let's be honest. If you've got twenty thousand followers, you obviously like the game somewhat. <laughs> I yeah. mean, you know, like yeah. I mean, yeah. come on. When your YouTube channel is full of nothing but Fortnite highlights and stuff like that, <laughs> yeah. For the past two years, I think you're okay. with Yeah, it. don't be griping too much, okay? <laughs> don't be griping. So sorry to go on that, but no, that was just no. something that I've noticed, and it's definitely worth noting. Even if you don't care about Fortnite at all. Just to watch the highway robbery that they've done yeah. in this game, dude. I mean, they're still they're still charging twenty five dollars for a skin pack. It's right. a skin. Right. Oh, and cherry on top, ninety percent of the quote new skins they come out with are recolored older skins no. that I even recognize, and I'm not even that hardcore of a, of a player. Wow. That's bad. That is bad. That's bad. Yeah. So now that we've got that ugly beast out of the way <laughs> which is actually kind of flows into the next thing that we're going to talk about mm-hmm. um chris mm-hmm. i want to know and and be honest with me right now 
is this the best state of gaming and film that's ever been? I'm going to answer this way. In gaming, I think so. In film, I don't think so. Okay. Where do you want to start? Um, I guess I'll start with film. Not that there's not some amazing movies coming out, some amazing looking movies. Technology is obviously at its highest point, but but we're living in we're living in the time of the remakes and the and the rehashes, and I'm kind of over it. I mean, I watch them. I've watched The Lion King. I've watched Aladdin. I've watched all the other reboots, all the other stuff that I've enjoyed, but I'm just kind of over it. Like, were these movies good? Yes. Am I going to remember them in 10 years? No. I'm going to go watch the old ones. Right. You know? Right. I mean, so that's why I say with film, I don't think so because, I mean, I I can look back, even, even in the, like, the 2000s era, there were some really good films that came out. I mean, that's, I think that's when technology started hitting its stride and they could come out with some really awesome things. Um, I think the 90s had some really good flicks, especially action movies. Action movies in the 90s, in my opinion, are the best action movies because they didn't have a computer-generated uh, explosion building they actually exploded like even if it was a miniature they exploded something for real right and videoed right. it you like, know like um, Independence Day yeah when they blew up the White House yeah it was actually a very detailed but small replica or something replica yeah yeah and so um, it, it looked more real I guess because they were actually blowing stuff up you know? so, so so you said the 90s so let, let's just take a quick a quick Google okay mm-hmm. Here's 90s movies, okay? Mm-hmm. Terminator 2, Judgment Day. That was groundbreaking. Yeah. Okay. The Matrix. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Face Off. It's Nicolas Cage. I Man. mean, come on. Can you not enjoy Nicolas Cage movie? Come on. I love Face Off. Dude, my wife hates this. Look, Nicolas Cage so much. <laughs> she can't stand it. Speaking of Nick Cage, Con Air. That's, you know what? I was talking with a friend the other day. That's on like at least my top 10 favorite movies. I love it. That's that's And when I say top favorite movies, that's... Movies that come on and you always watch them, but yeah, the the remote stops right mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, put down the bun, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, point Break, come on, mm-hmm. come on. Mm-hmm. True Lies, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. oh, yeah. uh, Demolition Man, him and uh, Stallone oh. and Wesley Snipes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Total Recall, another Schwarzenegger. Die Hard with a Vengeance, Bad Boys, The Rock. Oh yeah, uh, Speed with Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Last Action Hero, Blade, the first Blade with Wesley Snipes. Desperado actually is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I mean, you can just keep Cliffhanger, Independence Day, mm-hmm. Goldeneye. That's my, you, I've Goldeneye, told you, it's my yes, favorite. There's a new yes. James Bond movie coming out soon-ish. Yep, it's, uh, what's his name's last one too? Yeah, uh, Daniel, uh, Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig, yeah. I said Daniel Day-Lewis. He's <laughs> definitely not James Bond. <laughs> It's still awesome, though. Yeah. <laughs> Die Hard 2. I mean, dude, mm-hmm. the list. And that <sighs> goes with what wow. I was saying. The action movies. Yeah. Those are all action hits. And Rush Hour, Jackie Chan. Oh, man, yeah. And I would say the 1980s had the best, um, I don't know what you call them, but like the, maybe, maybe for lack of a better term, the, the 80s had a bunch of the best cult classics. Like, 
there's just some 80s movies Breakfast that you Club, can, yeah, yeah 16 yeah. Candles yeah. like you know th- those kind of movies so yeah so I went back through the decades just to show that right now film is not at its best okay another, another way of looking at this is if we look at the box office top charts mm-hmm. if you took out now I'm not taking away from their greatness mm-hmm. so so bear with me on this if you took out the Avengers and all the Marvel movies, mm-hmm. there's a lot of holes in those charts. Yeah. And if you try to fill those in with original movies, tell me one. I know. Tell me one that comes to your head since 08. I know. That's really... I'm talking a new story, new, new everything, ground up. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying we should expect 50 of those every no. year, but my point being, we're in remake mode now. The Marvel movies aren't too far off of a remake, I guess you could think of it in a way of looking at it, because mm-hmm. it's based off of comic book stuff that's already kind of right. written already. Right. It had its own unique stuff right. on it, of course, but mm-hmm. you get my point. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You get my point. So, I, I would 100% agree with you that I would even think we're maybe in the lowest point exactly. in, our, in the film industry. And I'll tell you another reason I think why, too. Would you rather go to the movie theater... And spend fifteen bucks on a ticket for you, then your wife, mm-hmm. and then go to the snacks and pay forty dollars <laughs> for like for Coke. a Coke and popcorn. You yeah. go to Walmart and spend six bucks, <laughs> right? Get all that. Come home and Netflix. I know. I'm being dead yeah. serious. And then you know what's on Netflix? All them good '90s action movies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, like, and that's what you want to watch. Which no. one would you rather do? I'd rather go home and watch Netflix. Now. I'm not a 16-year-old kid no more. Right. Back then, I didn't want to be home. Right. But, but, but even nowadays, with kids and stuff nowadays, they don't want to go to the movies unless it's like something really, truly big. Mm-hmm. Other true. than that, you're not drawing them out. Of course, you think of it too. I mean, I know, I know like maybe we didn't have as much money back then, but you know, the most expensive movie was like seven bucks. Yeah. It's doubled. Yeah. It's double the cost. And I get it's probably double the cost to make the movies. That's that's and, true, and I understand that. Mm-hmm. But that's true, and that's fine. But but you're talking about a kid could go watch a movie every week if he wanted to at seven bucks a pop. Exactly. You know? Now they got to pay fifteen, and they and there's not as many movie theaters as as there used to be. Used to there right. was three movie theaters mm-hmm. between where we live, and I think maybe Chickamauga or something yeah. like that. I mean, yeah, like, we're talking a thirty mile radius. There was probably five movie theaters. Mm-hmm. Now you got to drive twenty minutes to go yeah. to see one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and let's be perfectly honest too, that movie screen doesn't look as good as your TV at home. It doesn't anymore. It, it really like, doesn't. Because it used to be a thing. I mean, you go see, you sit on the big screen. And yeah. well, now with, with what you can get at home. Yeah. yeah. And, and you mean I can sit in my underwear and eat Cheetos while I watch right. <laughs> I mean, you know? That's absolutely right. And they don't allow, they don't allow beer in the uh, movie theater. <laughs> no, they do not. Uh, and, and something else, too. This is just this is just something that I have found interesting, too. Interesting too. Um, sports mm-hmm. is struggling with that as well. I Attendance, that. except for college football, because that's just the, the, that's always the, the exception. Yeah. Except for college football, hockey, basketball, pro football, and a Especially baseball, mm-hmm. the attendance numbers are way down. 
Because bad. you can feel like you're there on your TV at home. You don't have to sit next to drunk hillbilly mm-hmm. who's screaming and cussing when you're trying to cover your kid's ears. And you, you know, you're going to end up in a confrontation with him. And then you got to hike up 30 steps to yeah. go get an $18 hot dog and a water. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That's and then disgusting. you're going to spend two hours in traffic getting out of there. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. know. And a 10-minute yeah. walk to a bathroom that's a trough to yeah. pee in. With ice. With the ice. You know, gotta, you know, keep it cool. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, it's all the way around because this streaming stuff, and this isn't some breaking news. Obviously, this has been happening for a while. Right. But these numbers and stats come out over the years it's happening. That's when it's eye-opening. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, the the filming industry right now, I think we both can agree, is probably the lowest day in our lifetime we've ever seen. Let me ask you this. Do you think, I know streaming is huge right now. Do you think this kind of model can sustain itself long-wise? Like, like I just don't know that even the streaming services are making enough money to cover all these new stuff they're coming up with. And I just wonder, and of course, I have no idea what kind of money they make, but, but... I just wonder, um, it, do you think it's here to stay, or do you think that we'll see a decline in it over the next maybe decade or so? I think with how access, easily accessible and widespread technology is, mm-hmm. I think it's here to stay. And I even think, I I think it will even it will become simpler. Yeah. As dumb as that might sound, and what I mean by that is this. If you're on your phone and you want to watch an NFL game, you have to have a paid subscription to whatever subscriber to get whatever game. Mm-hmm. But even in that, you might not get the game you want. Right. And I think what like what happens now, let let let's just the sports thing, I guess, is, is an easy analogy for me or whatever, but like right now, if I want to watch the Patriots play the Cardinals and it's at noon on a Sunday, I'm not getting that around here. Right. Well, if I pay for the NFL network, it might be on there, but it's not guaranteed to be. Right. So what I'm getting at is I think eventually it'll get away from streaming with Hulu is all these games. Streaming with Amazon is these games. I think it'll be who owns the product, they're going to sell it. Whether it's Universal Studios, mm-hmm. Fox. Well, Fox doesn't exist anymore because Disney bought them too. Right. But, you know, because Disney and Amazon rules the world. Right. But you guys see what I'm getting mm-hmm. at? And I think Netflix is right in the bubble. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's going to burst where they collapse. But I think right now they're trying to put out so much content and see what hits. Mm-hmm. And then the water, they'll, uh, they'll kind of shrink it down a little bit. Yeah. And I think everything will become a little more specialized. By the way, The Witcher, have you watched it? No. And here's why. Here's why. Mm-hmm. is because I want to play the game a little bit and know what I'm getting into before I watch the show. Okay. Unless... You tell me I can watch the show and know what's going on. You can, you can watch the show and kind of know what's going on. They, they follow the books more than they follow the game. Um, gotcha. I will say it this way: like the episodes are episodic, if you understand what I'm saying. Okay, like, yeah. Like it's not necessarily like this episode ends and then this episode picks up right where this one left off. Like it may almost feel like a different story. So kind of like, like the Mandalorian. Kind of, yeah, yeah. And they're, they're all like, it is all intertwined, but it's not so blatantly intertwined. Okay. But yeah, I think you can follow it. Okay. And it's really good. And, and man, they, um, they picked the casting on that. 
top notch. See, I've heard the same thing. Top notch. I've tried not to spoil it or anything like that, mm-hmm. but I've yet to see something negative about it. And speaking of that, I think I read either today or yesterday morning that the first season of The Witcher has been the most watched first season of anything on yeah. any streaming platform. That's awesome. That's pretty huge. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, we're talking about all the big guys. And I will say this. like I've heard a lot of comparisons to Game of Thrones. And I, I, I hate this, but I've only seen like four episodes of Game of Thrones, which I hate because I really loved it. But it's one of those... It's HBO, and I don't have an HBO streaming deal, so it's hard for me to luck, for yeah. watch them, you know, but I really enjoy them. But anyways, I almost would say it would be a disservice to compare the two. Not that they're not similar in, like, the, in the fact that they're both fantasy settings and all this, but I think if you are expecting it to be Game of Thrones, you might miss something. So just go into it knowing it's its own thing. But no, it's going to be a little weird too, right? It's oh, going to yeah. be a little different. Like, yeah. it's not just knights and dragons. No, it's it's like basically it's it's in like a medieval type setting, mm-hmm. but it's there's a lot of supernatural elements. Yes, exactly. Like exactly. Ghosts and 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 curses weird and monsters. Witches. Yeah, and like, and it's really cool. I mean, it's really. Well, cool. I'll, I'll get into it then because I've been waiting. I've been purposely waiting to see because mm-hmm. I'd hate to watch something that's so great and get get soured on it because I'm like, man, I don't know enough of what's going on. Now, if anything, it's going to make you want to play the game. Gotcha. It makes, I've played through the game twice and it makes me want to go play it again. <laughs> like, I'm not, no joke. That's no, awesome. Because, that's great. Because the look and the, the, the talking and the, the look, the voice and the acting of Henry Cavill or Cavill. 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 Really, yeah. um, is so spot on with the girl really? in the game. I mean, you, it it's, it almost feels like they plucked him out of the game and put him on the screen. That's awesome. Like, I'm glad to hear it that. It really I, does. I'm glad to hear that, yeah. So, I'm, gl- I'm really glad to hear that. Um, Sorry, we got tra- sidetracked. Oh, hey, the way I thought to I, be fair, <laughs> we said we're going to chase rabbits. That's true, that's true. <laughs> uh, back to the point of streaming. I almost think, I think that the way we see movies now, like in the theater, I think we've already touched on this, but... I think that's dying out. I think that will die out, and it might even be more, instead of movies coming to the big screen, well, now you're going to have like a streaming service that um, that puts new movies out. Right, right. You know? That's kind of what I was well, alluding yeah. to was like if Disney does a new Star Wars trilogy, well, they could do it just under the Disney Plus service. Or, yeah. And, and what, what will happen is you, you won't get those new releases under the basic Disney plan. You'll have to get the Disney premium oh, absolutely. Yeah. plus oh, yeah. super duper extra ultra awesome super duper awesome pack. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If that's fifteen ninety nine a month or whatever, mm-hmm. that will be what I think happens. And I think that's what you're getting at yeah. is that will be that will be where it goes. Because and I even think cable, like just cable T V and satellite T V, I think those things will will see those go away. I think they're it's already, already going drastically. Away. Yes, yeah. I mean because, I mean, I don't think we ever saw this coming, but uh, um, they're almost obsolete now. Cable and movie theaters are almost obsolete. Yeah, and yep. so, well, here's what's on TV right now: mm-hmm. sports. Which you just you can get some sports through some some streaming stuff, mm-hmm. but the big games and stuff you right. can't. So that's what's holding it. There's sports on TV, and there's um, 
Survivor and the Mass Singer. <laughs> right. And, and and some some new um Chicago Fire PD LAPD crossover series Grey's Anatomy meets Battlestar Galactica. Like there's some type of all those little series and stuff. Mm-hmm. Other than that, but you know most of those you can get with just an antenna. Exactly. I mean, that's what I was getting yeah. to. Is other than that, what's left to watch? Oh, you can go to Walmart and for twenty five bucks get an antenna that's going to give you. I've got one hooked up right now. Right, me too. Yeah, I've got one house. hooked up right now, and if I want to watch Channel Three or whatever, yeah. it's going to look just as fine, and it works just as fine. Yeah, and it's free. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. The days of channel surfing will 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 be gone. Mm-hmm. You won't have channels three through one twenty five or whatever. When I was young, it was like what channel one through. 34 or something mm. like that or you know what I'm saying something like that dude when I was young it was 3, 9 and 12 that's the only channels we had and when the president came on oh. our evening was ruined okay <laughs> oh yeah you're, I mean you're there is right. nothing worse when you're a kid than wanting to watch a TV show and you see that special report like across the bottom of the screen yeah. <laughs> your jaw literally dropped yeah, yeah. Like, I wanted to see MacGyver. Yeah. You know, yeah. like plight of all children, bro. Speaking okay. of '80s, MacGyver. Oh my gosh, man, it's so good. Yeah. Okay. So good. Um, the as far as the state of gaming goes, we both can agree. We probably have seen gaming on its rise, and mm-hmm. my opinion now at its peak. I agree. That that's 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 where I think we are. Now, when I say peak, do I do I mean it's downhill from here? No, but we have been on such a fast track mm-hmm. of advances in technology. Now, not just graphics wise, gameplay wise, mechanics wise, mm-hmm. depth wise. Games didn't used to be this deep. Mm-mm. Assassin's Creed Odyssey and I know I always beat that horse of death but hey it just is what it is Mm -hmm. that game was never even fathomable not 20 years ago 10 years ago when Assassin's Creed 1 came out it was not fathomable yep so yeah yep absolutely um I feel like between and again not physically how big games can be because it's not always about how big the maps are Jedi Fallen Order. Those aren't the biggest maps in the world. It might be okay. one of the smaller games, actually, exactly. compared yep. to... But it's so dense. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's a perfect word. Mm-hmm. Dense is perfect. Between that, the variety of games, um, I would say probably in 2003, 4, 5, 6, and maybe even up to 8 and 9, first-person shooters kind of ruled the world. Yeah. I mean, you had yeah. Call of Duty. You had the Grand Theft Auto... Uh, 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 Oh my gosh, uh, <coughs> Vice City, etc. Mm-hmm. They just ruled the world, man. Yeah. They just did. Now, if you don't like first-person shooters, you are just fine. Yeah, you have a huge selection. Mm-hmm. If you don't like RPGs and first-person shooters, you're still mm-hmm. okay. And I also think something that is a good pulse for the, um, let's just say, the healthy status of the industry is now. And probably, um, I would say probably in the past five years, the surge of indie games and developers and that variety is Mm -hmm. so large. Yeah. 
that's a good way of of, of kind of getting a, getting a real good pulse of mm-hmm. is there a demand out there? And there is. There is. There have really you, is. Have you played any indie games? Well, I'm, I did try to play one the other day called Fishing Simulator, <laughs> and it was so boring I literally fell asleep in the couch because it was way too much of a simulator. Really? It was so in depth, so detailed. <laughs> right. I couldn't. I wanted to fish. I couldn't mm-hmm. even start fishing because I was too busy in the store buying my line, <laughs> but my line didn't fit my reel. I had to find the right. Re- Dude, it was like, okay, this is like Dude, I was out. <laughs> best fishing game I've ever played is called Bassin's Black Bass for the Super Nintendo. Whoa. I mean, it wasn't, I mean, you had different lures and you had different strings and stuff, but I mean, you could like switch them out real fast and then it was just throw it out there. Yeah. Catch something. That's awesome. I don't remember that. I show, show that. you know, whatever. That's I mean, obviously awesome. it's dated now, but. That's good stuff. But, um. That's good stuff, but no, I, I haven't played too many indie games. I did play the uh, the Goat Simulator. I don't know if that requires yeah. indie, but yeah. um, what do you think? It was fun. It's I just, mean, it's just brainless fun. It, it is. Did you play Untitled Goose Game? Yes, I was about to bring oh, that yeah, up. Okay, Have you played okay, it? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's so good. It's so much fun. It's man. so good. I try. I tried playing it with the kids, and they were just. <laughs> They were literally so struck with boredom they didn't even speak because I'm pretty sure they thought I'd get upset they didn't like it. <laughs> it's, they hated it. They but, didn't like it. But, I mean, just the simplicity of walking around and quacking at people and, like, messing with people. It's just, a good it's just fun, man. And, yeah. again, that game doesn't get made 10, 15 years ago. No. Okay, It, it no. really doesn't get made back then. Mm. And I think... To wrap this up, I, I I think with the variety, the depth, and thankfully it seems like they're pulling back the quantity of games they put out. Now, yeah. what I mean by that is we're not getting Assassin's Creed every single year now. Mm-hmm. We're not going to get Call of Duties every single year now. They're going to start skipping years because they tried that. Right. There was a hot minute between, mm-hmm. what would you say, 17 and 19? Well, yeah. dude, they were just... Mm-hmm. Fire them out. Get it out of the door. Get it out the door. Get it out the door. And that's where unity came from. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it it bit them in the ass. Like, mm-hmm. it, it bit them hard. Yeah. And, I mean, not to get too deep on politics or anything, but the economy is really good right now. Mm-hmm. People got money in their pockets. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest, you got kids and they like games. Mm-hmm. A good way to shut them up when they make good grades <laughs> is to go get them a new game. Right. You know what I'm saying? My point is, is there's never been a better time to be a gamer mm-hmm. than right now, and I think it's pretty cool to see where we're at now. And as far as the peak, and I'd almost maybe consider it more of a plateau than a peak. Yes, because yes. I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't get to elaborate on that. Yeah, you're right. But, yeah, but like I think that, like, because we're on the cusp this year. Next Gen's coming out. PlayStation 5. And has Xbox, have they named it yet? Uh, I know they've called it Project Scarlet, but I think that it's like... What was it? Um, I didn't just said that, dude. I feel like dumb. Is it Project X or something like yeah, that? Yeah, something. I think it's like Series X or something like that. I can't remember now. Let's give her a quick Google because this is real professional. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Which, while you're doing that... Um, Series I, X. Series X, okay. Uh, while you're doing that... Um, I love uh, somebody said 
uh, designing the new PlayStation logo, and it showed the PlayStation 4 logo, and they just hit backspace on the 4. Click, yeah. Hit 5. Yeah. Yeah. That was so good. That was so good. The one I saw had, like, a big group of people, and they got papers scattered all over this giant desk, and one dude's got his hands on his head, like, he's freaking out, and then one person comes in, and they lay on the computer on the desk, and they do this, and it shows that over. It was so good. It was so good. One of them, though, this was kind of cool. Was remember the original PlayStation logo where it was the the P with the and S then on the, the ground? S was behind yeah. it. Mm-hmm. They made a five out of that behind. Oh, it. that would have been it cool. It looked good. It's original colors, you know, red, green, blue, yeah. and all that yellow yeah. and stuff. It looked really good. It looked really good. Um, of course, Microsoft man, they're all over the place. You've got your Xbox, your Xbox three hundred and sixty. Your Xbox One, which was the third <laughs> generation. Yeah. Your Xbox One S, your Xbox One X, now your Xbox Series X. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Be careful what you buy because you don't know where you're going to land at. I know. Yeah. But yeah. what, I guess my point in bringing those up was like, I don't think we're going to see that big of a technology jump with these systems. There's going to be improved performance, there's going to be improved graphics somewhat, but. I just don't think systems-wise and, you know, we talked about that earlier, systems and, and gameplay, I don't think we're going to see a huge change in that. Um, the gap that we have took from, let's say, PlayStation 1 to 2 or Super Nintendo to Nintendo 64, mm-hmm. that leap was huge. And again, I'm not just talking about graphics-wise, but we can even, let's just, let's just stop at graphics-wise. Mm-hmm. Okay, then from PlayStation 2 to 3, Xbox 360, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. to, to, or Xbox to Xbox 360. That graphics jump mm-hmm. was huge. Yes. Okay. The 360 to the one, not as huge, mm-hmm. but still it, improved. Uh, improved. Still yeah, improved. Yeah. Now, where I'm at currently is I went from the one to the one X because mm-hmm. I had the TV to match it. Right. Was it an improvement and a jump? Yes. But it wasn't a big jump. Right. Noticeable? Again, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. But if you didn't have the TV to match it, I would highly advise you don't upgrade past right. the one or the PlayStation Four. Mm-hmm. Leave it, you know, the, the Pro. Unless you got the the TV to match it, there was no need. Right. There's truly no need. Now, and they've slowly started releasing some specs and stuff on these new ones. Mm-hmm. Will it be another jump? Well, yes, of course, of course it will. Mm-hmm. Will it be enough to justify a five or even six hundred dollar tab? That's a lot. That's a huge chunk, bro. And I'm going to be honest, I don't know that I'm going to be able to swing getting one when they come out. I want to. Of course. I want to. Of course. And here's my dilemma. Like, for, for most of you guys know, Daniel and I are pretty open. We're not like hardcore Xbox, hardcore PlayStation. We have kind of our affinities, but we're not, you know, anti the other one. Mm-hmm. So, part of me really wants to go the Xbox route because I'm mainly a PlayStation guy. But I do love the Xbox controller. I've always said that. The controller is superior. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like the PlayStation one just fine. Mm-hmm. But, but that Xbox controller is, is so good. And, mm-hmm. and, and their performance has always been just a little, just, just a smidgen better. I've always felt that way, too. I love, that's a real big dividing opinion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I, I've, I've always felt like that a little bit. But, but PlayStation is going to have probably... Horizon Zero Dawn 2, God of War 2, <clears throat> like all these exclusives that I love this generation. So it's kind of like, 
I don't know, man. It's like, you know, but I've also heard that Microsoft has acquired a lot of studios um, over the course of the past couple of years, which means they could be um, working on a lot more exclusives because as far as exclusives go, Xbox fell short this generation. They just did. And, I agree with that. Um, and there were even some really cool ones that were planned that got scrapped. And I was bummed about it. So there was one called Scalebound. I don't even know if you remember that, but it was like mm. a, it was a, kind of like a. I think it was like a online co-op, but it was like fantasy, like action RPG type thing, and it looked amazing. I mean, they had like gameplay footage and all of this, and then just out of nowhere they scrapped it. And there was a bunch of games that kind of did like that. So, so if they come out with some of that then they could really shine this next generation. I really think they could. Could, I think, is the key word there. And mm-hmm. judging by the past and the, the, the track record that Xbox has, I wouldn't bet money on them. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying the system will be a letdown. Right. This is talking exclusive only. Right, right. I would really be real patient with that. That's why I don't know if I want to buy one of the systems right when they come out. I kind of want to see, step back, see how they're doing because I don't want to draw $500 on something and wish I would have dropped $500 on the other one. Well, I'll lay it out to you like this. Xbox's next big home run they're going to hit will be the next Halo. Yeah. Duh. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just yeah. Halo. It always has been their big title. It's their biggest hitter they have. Mm-hmm. PlayStation will have... Like you said, Horizon Zero Dawn 2, God of War 2, or whatever they want to call yeah. it, a sequel to that one, mm-hmm. the next Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The next, I believe, um, not to go off on a tangent here, but Gran Turismo, the last one, mm-hmm. was lacking. Mm-hmm. Gran Turismo Sport, whatever right. it's called. It was good, but not great. Mm-hmm. And Gran Turismo has always been astonishing. Right. The sport wasn't. It was mm-hmm. lacking a lot of content and depth and stuff. Mm-hmm. Forza, which is Xbox exclusive, crept in. Yeah, it did. And I'm not going to say that it took over Gran Turismo's spot, but it come closer than it ever had. I think it might have. And it, think... it possibly may even have. But I think with what Gran Turismo, what I assume will be next, mm-hmm. will take that, take that crown back. Mm-hmm. So when I put those two on the scales, for me, I'm the opposite. I lean more to the PlayStation one. Right. Now, how weird is that? <laughs> how weird is that? But I, I and I just think with what you've seen from PlayStation and their exclusives, mm-hmm. I think the follow-ups to that will heavily outweigh what Xbox has up its sleeve. Yeah. And and that might come down to personal taste. You mm-hmm. know, like Assassin's Creed, that's both platforms. Right. Tomb Raider, if they ever make another one, that's both platforms. Mm-hmm. The next Batman, they're already teasing that. That's that's both platforms. Mm-hmm. It's really yeah. getting out of balance. Yeah. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I've missed something, but... Well, no, this generation was totally out of balance as far as... I feel that way. I mean, you got Halo, which is really good, but you also got Sea of Thieves for Xbox. <laughs> yeah, so moving on. <laughs> but I will, I will say this, though, too. I mean, PlayStation does have a lot more exclusives, but a lot of them are like these JRPGs. Um, you know, and, and I love those kind of games, but I understand too that a lot of people don't love those type, right. type of games. So, so if you're talking about just a handful of games like God of War and Horizon Zero Dawn and Spider Man, 
I can still see why someone would go Xbox because it's like, well, that's just a couple of games. Because for me, I'm like, I would really like to play Halo, but it's just one game. Is it enough to get that system over PlayStation? You could come over to someone's yeah. house yeah. and get your feel of it for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And plus, let's not care to ourselves. These next games that come out, they're going to be PS4 or Xbox One compatible as well. They're not going to abandon those right. consoles. No, I, I think they'll still make them that. like two years or so. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They've never done that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask you one more thing just to wrap this up and mm-hmm. let, let's make this quick. Um, give me one hope for the future of not just gaming, not just film, just... Man, I'd like to see this in the future. I'd like to see a change. I'd like this to get better. Give me something. That's a good question. Do you well, have an answer for that? I'll go first. This is what I want to see in the next in the next wave of games is give me something original, which goes yeah. back to the film. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that be careful because if you stop with the original stuff you're going to run out of remake stuff and you're going to end up in a really bad spot Mm -hmm. you can really end up really end up in a really bad spot yeah and with gaming i'm not saying the next year but i'm going to say the next three to five Mm -hmm. we need not halo nine you know what i'm saying we don't Mm -hmm. need that we don't need God of War 4. You know what I mean? We, mm-hmm. Those are great. Put them out, please. Mm-hmm. Right, right. <laughs> but but we, we need... More. We need something new. Mm-hmm. Or maybe not now, but we will need something new. Mm-hmm. And I, I would like to see that because that would keep the industry healthy. Right. Because as we've seen with film, when you get remake heavy, that's a good way of seeing that you're out of original ideas. Mm-hmm. That's that's a mm-hmm. bad thing to me. It is a bad thing. That's a bad thing to me. Um, I guess I guess I would see that too. And something else I would like to see, and I guess this is more of a just state of the world thing I'd like to see is is kind of like when did we get to the point where every person is a critic on everything, like? Why can we not just enjoy games anymore? I feel like I can't enjoy a game because if I do, then this person is going to think, "Whoa, that's a crap game. That's you crap. Really that's crap. It? You like that? It's crap. It's crap. It's crap. No, it's not crap. It may not be your cup of tea. It's not for you, dude. It's like, why does it matter what game you enjoy? Yeah. If I don't enjoy it, that's fine. But mm-hmm. so that may be a cop out answer, but I've just no. Like I to think see. that's true because I think that's probably the worst it's ever been mm-hmm. in the past. Years or the people saying like, like, PlayStation's crap, Xbox is crap. No, we should bond together and go after the real villain villains, which are PC players. Exactly, exactly, because <laughs> they all suck and can burn. All right, anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I think that's actually a really good point to be honest with you. Um, everybody needs to chill. You know, and and I would, and I think we can. This is an assumption. It's not really people our age. We're we're, we're the boomers. <laughs> yeah, we're we're grandfathers. Okay, boomers. Yeah. Okay, boomer. We're definitely we're definitely that. Yeah. And I understand, you know, cracking on people and stuff. We I mean, we all did that. Yeah. But and I think this might circle back to what I said about like about the Twitch streamers and stuff like that, having such a big influence and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's not truly mm-hmm. what's going on in your community. I think people need to be careful with that because what we have learned, especially since social media has blown up, 
we have learned that the voiceless voice or the the faceless tweet mm-hmm. can really end up having a big effect, a big swing in any industry, in any any avenue of this world we live in. It can really swing things, and that's not always a good thing. Correct. It's not always a good thing. So, um, I mean, I, I, I really feel like that's not a cop-out answer. I feel like you kind of hit a really important issue right, mm-hmm. on, the, right on the head. Mm-hmm. So, guys, we really, really appreciate you spending this time with us. We've had a really good time. Yeah. Um, man. We don't, I don't even know what we're going to call this I don't episode. even know. I don't even know what we're going to do, man. It's just uh, sit down and listen is what we need to call it. Yeah, so thank you guys for spending this time with us. We're very, very grateful for all the clicks that you give us and, you know, all the shares and stuff like that, guys. And just we're looking forward to a really, really good 2020. Lots of fun stuff coming out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, God bless you guys, and thank you all so much. And good night. Thank you for tuning in to Flicks and Joysticks. If you enjoyed today's episode, please click the subscribe button below to never miss an episode. And don't forget to like us on Facebook.